Brought to you by WakeMed Heart and Vascular. Your heart, your choice. Visit wakemed.org to find a WakeMed Heart and Vascular expert near you. Welcome to the WRAL Daily Download. I'm your host, Allie Ingersoll. Today, we'll be talking with WRAL's Five on Your Side producer, Pritchard Strong. The FDA has recalled some kids' applesauce pouches after finding that they were tainted with lead. Dozens of children tested positive for elevated lead levels in their blood, and the culprit, the cinnamon in these snacks. The experts who discover that link are from right here in North Carolina. So thank you, Pritch, so much for coming in and talking with us about this. Before we really get into the background and what this story is about, off the top, let's talk about some of these brands. I know that I eat these pouches sometimes. I have nieces and a nephew. They eat them all the time. So we want parents to know from the very top what brands they are, what they should be looking out for. Yeah, so there's three brands specifically connected to this recall. They are Wanabana, Schnucks, and Weiss, and um, specifically the apple cinnamon versions of these pouches. Uh, they were sold in retailers really across the nation, um, family dollar um, excuse me, Dollar Tree and some family dollar stores, I believe, uh, were selling uh, the Wanabana pouches. Uh, photographer and I, uh, Richard Atkins, our five on your side photographer, we actually went to several Dollar Trees in the area to see if these were still on store shelves. Uh, and we did not find any at about 10 different stores. So they should not be out there right now, but you want to check your freezer, your pantry, wherever you may keep these to see if you have any of these recalled products still around. Yeah, I think that was a question I was going to ask after that. Have we seen them on the shelves? But no, it's good to hear that when they the recall came out that they have been pulled. And there were some for a little bit. So the recall came out in late October and the FDA was actually saying that they found a few of them on Dollar Tree shelves uh, in December. So, I mean, up to six weeks later, that's, that's a long stretch for recalled products to still be on the stores. It's not exactly clear where they were found, uh, what state. Um, but again, that's why we went out looking for them, but did not find any evidence of them. And we know that this has impacted kids in about two dozen states. And it isn't just all about the pouches, as we said, or all pouches, as we said. So how was this discovered? Yeah, so this kind of all goes back to Western North Carolina. We had an NCDHHS investigator get a call from local health department and asked them to investigate a case of elevated lead in a child's blood. Uh, and this started out, he said, as it does all the time. He's been in this business for 25 years, doing this for a long, long time. He's done many of these investigations before, uh, and really it just started out like any other did. He went out and investigated, looked for sources of lead in the paint of the home, tested water, soil, other things that were found around the house that could be connected or a source of lead that was poisoning actually two children in that home. They sent that off for some testing uh, and, you know, eventually they got those test results back. They really weren't finding a whole lot, a little bit of lead-based paint in the home. I think they found a figurine that had some lead in it, but really not anything that would signal, yes, this is the source. This is what's causing this high level of lead in these children's blood. Yeah, I think those are like the normal things that you think about, right? You hear about the paint chips and that's how kids are getting sick, but it wasn't that. And so can you talk then about what happened next and how they started figuring out that this was the cause? So they started going through all those things. They sent them off to the state lab for testing. And when they got, got the results back that really weren't indicative that anything was there, they kept testing. They tested uh, the parents' blood to see if it was something that the entire family had been exposed to or if it was just the children. They, you know, asked them to keep a food log to see if it was something that everybody was eating. But they said that ultimately, 
Um, Alan Honeycutt, who is the NC uh, DHHS uh, investigator who who helped find this, he told me that essentially what it came back to was the mother. The mother eventually called the the local uh, environmental specialist and said, you know, I forgot about these Wanabana fruit pouches that the kids had been eating, uh, apple cinnamon and a couple of other different kinds. They went and tested those pouches, uh, and it was uh, the apple cinnamon pouch that came back uh, with lead levels that were very high, high enough that they needed to immediately notify the FDA. That's just so interesting that it was these specific kinds of pouches. And it was the food log, right? So they're tracking what they're putting in their bodies every day. And that was like the aha moment. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, he called it the aha moment, said, um, you know, as soon as he got those results back, it immediately started going up the chain uh, through NCDHHS and they immediately alerted FDA and, and it just escalated from there. So interesting that this is a local story that has really become a national one and has garnered interest from people all over. Absolutely. I mean, this is something that was sold nationwide. This is you know, likely uh, a lot of people dealing with a lead illness connected to this. They probably didn't know exactly where it was coming from. Um, and you know, this alert, this launched into an FDA alert, it's what alerted a Wake Forest family on the other side of the state that they had uh, to look at their pantry and, and they ended up connecting it to this, this, this leg contamination their child was dealing with. So, you know, that was happening all over the country and, and it really escalated. And eventually the investigation went outside the country to a, a supplier in Ecuador. Um, and just quickly, I know you have children. I brought up my nieces and nephew. As a parent, as a consumer, what are these concerns that this could be on shelves and it's in food, right? It's scary. And, you know, and talking to NCDHHS, this, you know, they said this is not something you ever expect to come from food. Um, you know, I, I took a look at the pouches we had in our pantry. Uh, I've got a three-year-old and uh, we double-checked what we had in our pantry after this started coming out because you get these things on store shelves You from, you know, name brand manufacturers, you assume that they are safe. Um, but, you know, there are some lead contaminants occasionally in things like spices that can cause these types of issues. So it's, it's scary. And when we come back, we'll talk more about those spices. Your heart. It's the only one you have. Fortunately, you also have a choice. Expert cardiologists, talented surgeons, highly skilled specialists, all of whom chose WakeMed. Why? The main reason is the same reason patients choose WakeMed. Everything you need for the best possible care is right here. Learn more at WakeMed.org. WakeMed Heart and Vascular Physicians. Your heart, your choice. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome back. So, Pritch, the lead was in the cinnamon itself. Why would someone intentionally contaminate that? So the intentional contamination, that that information comes from an interview with Politico that an FDA official did a, a few weeks back. And, and essentially what the running theory was is that somebody contaminated uh, the cinnamon that was sourced uh, intentionally. And the reason you do that, it, it, there's a couple of reasons someone would adulterate food like that. One, maybe the weight. 
If a spice is weighed and the price is determined by weight, lead chromium can be added to it to increase the weight and that could increase the value of the spice. The other thing is color. If a spice's value is determined by color, a dye may be used to improve that color and that can have a lead, it could be a lead-based dye, it could have lead byproduct, and that could also raise the level of lead. The running theory from the FDA was that uh, a supplier did this at some point during the supply chain movement, and they never anticipated it would end up in a country that had high uh, levels of investigation of, of food sources like the U.S. does, uh, that it was never intended to, to necessarily reach here, but they were adulterating it, trying to raise the price for that reason. Well, that's really interesting to think about how we only caught it because of our investigatory skills here. Absolutely. And I, I mean, if this had been gone into a product that was sold in, in other countries, maybe it wasn't caught. Yeah. It's hard to tell. That's really scary because those kids are important as well. Absolutely. Um, so are there any legal ramifications from this? Has anyone been charged? Is there an investigation going on? What's that look like? So there is an investigation. Um, FDA has been looking into um, the supplier that is based out of Ecuador of the cinnamon, um, and they are still looking into that. They've done inspections down there. Um, so that is still ongoing. No results of that yet. We do know that a Wake Forest family, uh, who we mentioned a few minutes ago, they actually did sue Wanabana um, after their child uh, suffered lead poisoning, uh, presumably from these pouches. Pouches were a heavy part of their diet. Um, so a Wake Forest family has sued. That lawsuit is playing out and, and has not yet been resolved and would not be a surprise to, to see others. So talk to me a little about that child from Wake Forest, if you're comfortable. How old is this child? That kind of thing. And something else that was really interesting in this story is that that local child had lead levels almost seven times higher than what the CDC considers to be high. So what are parents, what should they be looking out for and how do they identify that they could have elevated lead levels? Yeah. So the, the Wake Forest child, we, we aren't releasing her name. Um, she's a little over one year old. Um, and essentially what happened was they... Um, took her to her one-year appointment and did a blood test, um, which the CDC recommends at one and two years old, children get lead bl blood tests for lead levels in their blood. Um, and this showed a, an extremely elevated level in this child. I believe it was uh, essentially, I'm not going to go deep into the math, but essentially the number was 20. That's That was the le level of lead content in her blood. And anything over 3.5 is a big red flag. That's a, that's a big problem. That's, that's contamination there. So, um, the levels were very, very high and they started looking into this whole issue and trying to figure out, they did all the same things that Alan Honeycutt did in the Western part of the state. They did soil samples, checked the houses, everything around that they could, and they didn't find anything until this FDA alert came out and mentioned these pouches. That's when they checked and realized and found out this has got to be the source of contamination. They took those pouches out of the diet and that child's lead level has started to come down. Um, it is still high and it's been months, uh, several months. So, you know, that, those lead levels come down gradually. Um, with lead contamination, lead poisoning and things like that, there may be no symptoms in a child. Um, there may be some common illness symptoms, things like, you know, headache, abdominal pain, vomiting, um, but the really scary part is the long-term effects here. And this can be, um, you know, damage to the brain and nervous system, slowed growth and development, learning and behavior problems. And that can all lead to long-term health problems uh, in a child that becomes an adult. Lower IQ, de 
decreased ability to pay attention, underperformance in school, things like that. So this is particularly dangerous to children under six and can have long-term lasting effects for a person's life if they do have lead poisoning over a long term in their childhood. And really, that's why lead is so problematic and why it kind of has this highlight and why we change a lot of our products because of the long-term effects it does have on a lot of people. Absolutely. I, it's it's scary to kind of think about, you know, these, uh, again, something that you don't expect coming from a food source and the long-term effects that it can have. And that's why the CDC recommends that one and two-year-old uh, to get their, their blood checked for lead. Um, and then, you know, if there is a problem, that's something that local health investigators like Alan Honeycutt can help you kind of go through and determine, figure out where that's coming from, where is that lead source, and try to cut it out of uh, whatever contact is is you know, is happening there um, and, and try to get that fixed. So there are experts that can help if there is a problem with lead. Yeah, you definitely want to get ahead of it. So what happens now and next with this story? So this is something that they've, they've been investigating um, for quite some time. Since the end of October, this investigation is going to go on for the foreseeable future because, one, they're looking more into the source uh, in another country. That's a complicated investigation. That's going to take a while. You know, I'm sure that they're going to be looking into the um, the manufacturer who actually made the applesauce product. They have been looking in other products to see, you know, did this cinnamon that is contaminated make it into other products? And so far, the answer is no. They have not found it anywhere else. Uh, which is great news, but you know they're still going through that. There will be the legal side of it that has to play out, um, and that's you know the lawsuit coming out of Wake Forest and surely others. So I mean, this is something that's going to continue on for a while, and you know, but the big thing above all of this is, you know, how are the kids doing who have been exposed to this? And right now, you know, there are hundreds of cases across the country that are under investigation for potential connection to this. Um, you know, we know that the child in Wake Forest. Their lead level has come down from lead poisoning levels to uh, still lead contaminated, still a cautionary zone, but still coming down. Um, the two children in Western North Carolina who were, um, you know, the first that Alan Honeycutt investigated, those children are doing much better. I'm told um, their lead levels are significantly better. They have come down. So it's it's a matter of time for those kids who have been exposed to this, um, you know, to to kind of start recovering. And and you know, again. It's something that you wouldn't necessarily know just by looking at the child that they have lead poisoning or have been heavily exposed to lead. It could be a long-term effect, and you may not know it till down the road, and that's a scary part. That's why those blood tests are important. Yeah, definitely. Well, thank you so much, Pritch, for joining us today. And thank you for listening to the WRAL Daily Download. If you listen to this podcast on WRAL.com or on the WRAL News app, you can also find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere that you listen to podcasts. Follow the show so you don't miss another episode. Thanks for listening. Did you know that your unused medications could end up in the wrong hands? It's important to keep your medication secure in a locked location, such as a locking box or locking cabinet. When it's time to dispose of them, safety and properly dispose of old, expired, or unused meds by using an at-home disposal product or a medication disposal box in your community. Don't miss out on medication take-back events happening near you. Don't let anyone take what's yours. Lock your meds. Be aware. Don't share. Learn more at lockyourmeds.org nc. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. 
Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. 